What up? We're back from like a two months hiatus of uh, no recording. Not really any hunting talk here lately, but uh, this is your boy Ryan. Uh, it's been way too long and um, decided that we were going to jump on here tonight. I uh, do have a little announcement to make, but before we get into that, Mr. Uh, TRD Lawn Care is here. What up, what up, everyone? Uh, just like me, Trav's been busting hump. Um, we just been working, working the bone and taking our Sundays to just kind of relax. So we've been a little bit of lax today to cool on. Speak for yourself there. I've been working Sundays too. It must be nice to take a day off. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just don't get them Snapchats about how you're rated. You're about burnout and. I mean, I am. Let's see, because I don't stop. I mean, I just, you know, I work, and then I have a little free fun time, and then I just keep going. Yeah. But That's why we've actually, like, two Sundays in a row, we are in the group chat. We're like, hey, let's do a podcast this week, or hey, let's do a podcast tonight. We're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And at 9 o'clock rolls around, nobody's texting anybody. We're just like, you know what, we'll get it next week. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. Or we'll do it Tuesday. Or yeah, we'll wait till next week. Anytime we said we're gonna do it um, during the week, never happened. No. Uh, we did try to sit down one night and do it. Um, Tyler uh, is um, been busy. Uh, he couldn't get on. He's not on tonight. I'm sure he's busy. Uh, but. We tried to sit down. Me and Trav got the FaceTime started, and Ty said he couldn't make it. I was dog tired. Trav was dog tired. We were like, you know what? We'll just do it one night this week. And then one night that week turned into not doing it at all for like two months. So here we are. Here we are. So Trav, give you shout outs to you. TRD Lawn Care. Yes, TRD Lawn Care More. You can find me on Facebook at Travis Davis, uh, Instagram at, uh, I believe it's CivArt underscore 423. Um, find me there. The website will be coming soon. Um, anyone needing your lawn care and landscaping needs, feel free to reach out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering how much business you've gotten from this. I don't know. I'm, I've gotten enough right now that I'm, I'm I'm working a lot. But hey, I'll always have more. There you go. I mean, the more you take, the closer you get to take the kingdom over of right. the business. Right. So, but with uh, Trav starting starting up with the lawn care and stuff, well, not starting, but still doing it. I am still working my nine to five job, but I am doing my own HVAC stuff on the side. Uh, I think we're going to call it volunteer heating and air. Uh, that, uh, yep, that's that's what we're actually going to call it. Volunteer heating and air up here in Pennsylvania. And once I start getting business cards and stuff like that and going official, which we got to make it for Brittany to start her salon up. Uh, letting her go official and getting everything situated. Uh, then I think I'll go official with it and... Uh, try to start picking up a lot more of the side work because it seems the way I'm going. What are you going to say? I said, well, there you go. Yep. <clears throat> volunteer, heating and air. Uh, kind of just flows, me being from the volunteer state. Right. And yes, everything will be smoke gray and orange. 
Okay, that's what I was going to say. We got a big TriStar on the logo. And... Yes, sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Big TriStar. Maybe even checkerboard the stars out. Yeah, and where's the Bama boy at tonight? When he, he's not even on here. Uh, he's probably still sulking over that 53-49 loss from last year. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. I mean, <laughs> but if, we'll be sure to text him later and let him know. Oh, yeah, I hammer it on him. Every time I see a, snap or a TikTok about them getting beat by Tennessee, I always send it to him. Oh, that's the first time in 15 years. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we still did it. And I'm still still extremely salty I wasn't there that night. We won't go down that rabbit hole tonight on this show, but hey. <laughs> no, I'm even sure we will go down a rabbit hole at some point. That's that's Travis's expertise right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh no, like I said, we've been we've been swamped. I've been swamped at work. Um been doing my mowing on the side, a little bit of HVAC stuff on the side. Uh Trav I was starting to think he slept in his truck. <laughs> uh, dude's always in a vehicle. If not, he's always on a mower. The dude's always on something that has wheels. Yeah, pretty and, much. And the amount of catastrophes this dude has had. Listen, it's it's been like we touched on a few months ago where one of these planets was in the microwave or something. And I don't know. I don't have any woman in my life right now to tell me what planet's going into whatever to cause the world and everyone to act like idiots. But the last week has been one thing after another. But it's also that time of year, folks. Anyone in lawn care, landscaping knows that by about mid-July, it's hotter than the gates of hell out. You can cut the humidity with a knife in East Tennessee and things just go wrong. Your equipment messes up. Your anything's going to happen. Customers act like morons. I love all my customers. There's a few that want to act like morons though. And you know, it just, things happen. And it just, when we just keep stacking on top of one another, you kind of just want to shut the truck door and scream some profanity for a minute and get back out and continue your day and go on like nothing ever happened. I mean, the amount of Snapchats I've gotten this week about weed eaters falling apart. Oh yeah. Uh, decking wheel didn't want to turn oh no not the decking wheel the front caster wheel locked up locked the peep up i'm talking wouldn't spin don't know what happened had to i had to push gravel and about flipped it trying to get it on top of the trailer just to get it home and pack it full of grease and spend another 20 minutes just trying to get it to turn now fine I don't know, but it'll, I'll probably get on it tomorrow and it lock up again. The bearing seized up or something, but. Hey, well, it's, uh, I don't know whose law it was, but if it will happen, if it can happen, it will. Exactly. Murphy's law, I think. I think it is. I'm I should that, by the way. <laughs> I got to know Boyle's law and Ohm's law and Watt's law and all that. So I should know Murphy's law. Uh, but no, uh, I think me, Trav, and Todd kind of came up to a consensus that with it being summer and no real hunting seasons in sight for a couple more months, um, it's just kind of hard to find stuff to talk about. I mean, we're not a, a sports podcast where we can talk about baseball. We're not, you know, a 
UFC podcast. We're going to talk about UFC fights. I mean, we can. Trust me. I'm sure we all we all watch that stuff. But uh, I think that we're going to put it to bed for a while. Uh, probably come back towards the beginning of September, second week of September-ish. Uh, I will be getting married the third week of September, so we're going to have to take a week. Oh, um, we're going to host a live podcast from the wedding reception and uh, just have plenty of open mic guests come up and tell their hunting stories. <laughs> hey, you know what? Since you'll be up here Thursday night, we could probably get one in. We might could do that. That'd be pretty cool. Live mic. That'd be awesome. But no, like, yeah, we're going to we're going to put it to bed for a while just because we're so busy. Um Britain just turned the vacuum on. Uh, but we're just we're just so busy, man. And we want to take our, our Sundays to hit the pool and hit the river and kind of just chill out for a while. So probably about first, second week of September, we'll get back into it. Trav will be up here for my wedding. Um, so we, we'll probably get together and have a, a uh, live mic uh, get together probably with us three. Uh, myself, Travis, and Ty. Um, keep Ty in your prayers since he's continuing to go back into the military. Uh, he's getting ready for it and trying to get his head space right and physical fitness. So be praying for Ty. Um, you know, pray for all of us, really. I mean, we got so much stuff going on in our lives right now that things are changing and, you know, things, things are... Uh, Things are looking up. That's what I'm trying to say. Things are looking up. So, you know, continue to pray for us here at Rack Chat. We'll continue to pray for y'all, the listeners. And we've been thankful that y'all have stuck around and listened. Um, y'all don't know what it means for, you know, three small town boys to jump on here and try to compete with some of the top notch hunting podcasts. And we're just thankful that you, you know, like to listen to us sit here and ramble about our experiences and I know we're not out here killing you know the biggest deer or the biggest long beard turkey or the most ducks or anything but you know this is something we're passionate about something we dedicate you know five six months of our lives to and our you know my fiance and Travis's flavor of the week um <laughs> yeah, go there It, it do be like that sometimes. Like that. <laughs> I'm not editing that one out. That that came off the top of the head. That yeah, one. yeah, it is. It ain't but uh, no, uh, our families understand that you know. Trav grew up hunting, so they help him out any way they can, and ties same way. Uh, Britt doesn't mind if I go out hunting, and she gives me my ample time. But you know, I can. Like a fiance, soon to be husband, got to do. I got to give up some time. You got that honeydews. Listen, Doctor Duck. He has a podcast. Some people listen to probably, but he's he's always uh, he's big in the duck hunting world. He has a famous saying. You know, if you find a true passion with hunting, and you're younger and you get married, you're gonna have to realize you can't have 15 hobbies as well, man. You gotta you gotta kind of dial these back to a couple because. At some point in the off season, you got you to gotta get some honeydews in. You got to do a little extra honeydew list to, to be able, when hunting season rolls around, to go do what you want to do. 
Them honeydews, man, they stack up. Trust me, I spent all day Saturday yesterday just one after one after one after one. I was I was in my yard, I was in my attic, I was on my deck, I was in my garage, I was in my basement. It was a hell of a day, I can tell you that. Well, when you don't have those, then you don't have to worry about it. I'll tell you who doesn't have honeydews. <laughs> That's Carson Wentz. He doesn't. Former Eagle quarterback. Most people know him as, uh, you know, as fragile as glass. Uh, and every time he hit a piece, a blade of grass, he uh, seemed to break every bone in his body. But if he could stay healthy, he was actually a pretty good quarterback. Now he has went on to play for the Colts, and he is now with the Washington Commanders. Um, I think he still has a house up here near near mine. Uh, well, not near mine, but in the Bucks County. Well, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> no, not near mine. Trust me, I, my house ain't. But Ace's business is going great now. <laughs> it's like it, doesn't it? I'm making it sound like <laughs> big money. But uh, no, nah, he's got a house in Bucks County, I believe. Uh, I know he got married in Bucks County, but he has re- received some backlash for going on an Alaskan bear hunt. Props to him. He killed a black bear. I'm glad he's dumb enough to do it. Oh, um, but it was a stalking, a spot and stalk hunt, and he posted on social media. And Joe Rogan actually talked about this. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, um, he has received some backlash on going to Alaska and killing a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, now I just learned like. A couple weeks ago, a guy I work with just went on a missions trip to Alaska. He was telling me how, like, for a long time, Alaskans, before they were a part of the United States, um, they kind of did their own thing. Um, kind of marched to the beat of their own drum. And then once they became a part of the, you know, lower 48, uh, they were told they had, you know, to educate their kids and stuff like that, send them to school. So they would send their kids to school here. And then when they come back, they, it was like almost like they weren't welcomed because it was just like a, having like a burden on the family. Because in that time, they were teaching the other kids how to hunt, how to fish, how to gut, how to field dress, how to cook, how to clean, how to build skills. Well, the other kid was down in the lower 48 learning how to do math and science and stuff like that. Stuff that doesn't really help out around the house. Gender studies and uh, what bathroom? Sorry, okay. we're, we're gonna... Stop. Stop. I'm not getting canceled. <laughs> I'm not getting canceled on our last podcast of the season. God, Travis. Me. <laughs> but, uh... But they're very self-sufficient up there in uh, Alaska. And I can understand one part of their argument about going up there and... I can't say the K-word. But uh, unaliving a black bear. um, If you're not a, a local. But at the same time... I would have took every single opportunity that I had to go up there and hunt not a black bear but to hunt a caribou or an elk or a moose or we're, we're gonna we're, we're tricking you into going on a bear hunt flat out like we're just gonna tell you we're going to 
hike through a trail or something and you're going to be stuck with us. Yeah, um, I'm getting my fat ass out on a hike. Well, we're going to tell you something. We'll tell you that there's, you know, I don't know. We'll figure this out. No, I'm, I'm over the whole stigma behind it because there's, I blame Disney for making movies about how every bear is just this cute, cuddly, fluffy little animal that needs no, you know, doesn't need to be managed and everything when they're killers. Okay. Black bears, not near the extent of like grizzlies and everything, but people think that killing a grizzly or something or a black bear is like killing a child or something. And it's like, these things will ravish an area, you know, and it's, uh, like there's a lot of states that have spring bear hunts. I know Idaho has them. There's a lot of guys that just finished up. I think it ended in the first of June or something like that. Their spring bear hunt. And it's, I mean, there's people like love this, like they love it more than deer hunting, elk hunting, stuff like that. Um, now bear hunting around here is a lot different than that style of bear hunting. You know, most people around here in Tennessee run dogs and stuff like that. It's a whole different type of hunting. Um, but I don't, I, and I guess going up there, there's people, you know, giving him flack for going up there, but it's like, you're, you're still giving money to the area. You're buying license for up there. You're buying tags for up there. More than likely the guy had a guide that he was paying who knew the area. So that's more money you're putting into the community up there. So, and I know you're saying like before, it's like he got some backlash for not like leaving the animal to the people and stuff like the meat, stuff like that. Okay, I've, I've ate bear. It's it's not bad. It's, it's pretty good, especially if it's cooked the right way. And it's, it's a lot of food that he could bring back that and given the climate and the world we live in nowadays and not knowing where your food comes from, you know, that this dude's taking it on himself to get some good high quality meat here, you know, to feed his family. So when yes there's going to be people of course be like oh well I, you know i can't do that okay you can't the dude does have a privileged lifestyle but he made the decisions the right decision in life to lead him there so that means he has the opportunities that you don't have is it, is it right or wrong i don't know that's on you to decide that part of it but i see i don't i'm not i don't care let him go up there and hunt yeah well, he's he paid He's putting money back into your economy. Yeah. To, you know, I'm sure he might have got it mounted and stuff like that. I'm sure he took some meat. I took, he took the meat. But think about this. I don't know what my dog is doing, but it's over here moaning and groaning. <laughs> she got stung by a bee today at the pool. So she's having fun dealing with that. But anyways, uh, think about that. Black bear that, yeah, up there, they still live in villages. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to stick together because there's a whole lot more wildlife than there is people. Mm. Um, my buddy, Doug, at work, he showed me a picture of a wolf paw up against, like, his hand. And, dude, that thing was three-quarter the size, if not bigger, than his hand. Oh, Yeah. And it was a, a wolf print. Sorry, a wolf print. So it wasn't even a full paw. You know, you're not even seeing claws and stuff like that. You're just seeing palm and, you know, you're seeing pad and a little bit of the knuckle pads. Um, but the thing was huge. Now imagine that. The kids are outside playing. 
and they're being stalked by a freaking wolf. So, not only is he putting money back in your economy, he just took one, you have one less bear to worry about. Yeah. Um, but the flack that he caught is just absolutely ridiculous. Like, first off, leave the guy alone. Like, if he wouldn't have been a NFL superstar quarterback, I don't think anybody would have said a thing. No. If it would have been just me or you, nobody would have cared. Um, we'd have probably had we'd have posted. We probably had some idiot from hometown decide they wanted to say something about us killing a fluffy teddy bear or something with their pink hair or something. But you know, just trying to be weird. But but no, like I, yeah, it's completely the same thing. And that's where it's. I feel it's getting to a point to where like any of these people in the hunting industry, like whether you want to agree or disagree on this, because I can see both sides of it and aspects. But like the more people that are in the industry as a whole is going to be good because the industry needs that. It's not something we need to die off by no means. There's people trying to, you know, kill the industry and sell because they don't agree with it. But, you know, you get these higher level, higher name people in there, then, you know, it's drawing more attention to it. You're going to draw good and bad. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, that's the downside and the plus to it. But it's, I mean, it's like these people are they're I mean they're still people too like they have things they enjoy outside of throwing a football around the field I mean you know I, but there's nothing wrong with one of them going and I don't know playing 100 rounds of golf at some golf course in the middle of Saudi Arabia or something but then they have a problem with them going and killing a bear yeah yeah. Everybody just wants to stick their nose in everybody's business. It's really, yeah. you know, I'm sure, you know, when we post, because I've got the, you know, TikTok kind of up and going now. We're, we're gaining followers, even though I really haven't posted anything. But I'm sure one of us is going to kill a deer this year, and I'll post it, and I'm sure somebody will see it, and I'll probably get, um, shadow band from TikTok I'm be able to post it or anything so um. <laughs> I mean, and this is where you know I forget who I've heard say this but it is some truth and it's like if you eat meat if you consume meat and you've never been hunting in any regard never harvested your own meat never seen a butcher shop or anything like that you need to do that now, I would say, like, you need to go on a hunt. Now, whether you partake in actually killing an animal, you're there, you see it done, you see it field-dressed, you see it cleaned, processed, everything else. Like, you need to see that because I don't th- I think everybody's so desensitized in our country, even that eat meat, that don't understand the implications of, like, oh, this hamburger I'm eating right now was once living. It was a living bit. Yeah, I mean, it is, and it's like majority of people who hunt aren't doing this for the fun of the kill per se like yes we enjoy harvesting animal and there's there's fun in what we do but there's more fun in everything it takes to harvest the animal versus actually doing that like we don't and we're not in this for the sport of actually just taking the animal like we're in this for one like everything it takes to get to that as well as like we're getting meat to feed us our family you know our friends if we decide to give meat to our friend you know like 
something like that. Or, you know, I've my dad one time had killed plenty of that year and he decided to give a deer he had. He knew somebody that was hard up on money and everything else, gave the whole deer to him. I was like, here, here you go. You know, that's food for the, his family. Like, the dude didn't have much money at the time, struggling to even buy groceries. That's food that they've got to eat and good quality right there. You know, and people don't want it that don't hunt or don't, you know, have anything good to say about it. Don't take that into consideration. Absolutely not. They don't care. No. They just see an animal being killed. Yeah. And they think that this is like, you know, utopia world over here where if we don't interfere, then nothing's going to happen. It's you know, like I've heard Rogan speak on it and plenty of other people that hunt. It's like people think, you know like with elk and stuff other things out there that was the example he used like oh they're just they're just gonna live and die a happy life and it's like no no they're not they're gonna freeze to death or they're gonna have a wolf chew their hind or wolf or a grizzly eat them through the middle of them while they're still alive and it's like no that's not a good way to die you know i mean is that part of nature sure nature's not always beautiful but you know you launching an arrow through it or shooting it with a gun and instantly killing it or within seconds of the impact is a lot better death than what it may face in nature and then you let them get overpopulated then you're going to have disease run rampant and then may go into other animals and stuff which i know we're going to touch on shortly but you know i just i again i don't i don't understand why people always want to to meddle in somebody else's business especially whenever it, it like I said if it wasn't if it was anybody else but a you know Super Bowl winning quarterback mm-hmm. you know yeah he it, it, nobody would care no so that's it, like I said pre-show it's just like Derek Wolf getting catching all the flag for you know killing a wolf or killing a mountain lion and everything and like him talking about openly loving elk hunting like the man is a high level nfl player and said that he got more of a rush out of shooting an elk with a bow than he did sacking tom brady in the super bowl now that says something you know i mean but then he catches all kind of flack for that even from people in the nfl and it's like man like just like what at what point like how far have we come in society to just think that it was not that long ago that we had to go out and harvest our food. I'm going to say hunt, but like you were raising livestock, growing vegetables and people don't want to realize that it was a short time ago that we had to do that. Now you think, Oh, I'll just run down here to the, the food city and pick everything up. And nonetheless, I don't have to worry about it. Well, you got, you got the F whatever, uh, FDC or, Mm-hmm. FDA, yeah, they're uh, okay in lab-grown meat. Lab-grown meat, yeah. Like, what do you think goes into that? That all those chemicals go into that? Oh my God! To make freaking meat to make it edible. Think about how many chemicals go into a plant to make it edible. Listen. We're, I took my daughter to see the new Barbie movie yesterday. We're sitting there, and it's showing the previews, and there's a guy doing some little spill. And I knew it was going to go somewhere way off the rails real quick. And it's talking about, and this time they ate this, and they killed this, and they ate all this meat and this meat. And it's like, and nowadays we have something so much better. You could, can't even believe it's possible. Impossible meat. 
and it's and it's made all from plants and it's higher in protein than regular it's like like do you realize like because i've seen the studies on like that stuff is worse for you than eating a greasy hamburger like in like the, the filler products they're putting in that it's like can we just can we just stop like i, I wonder if god ever looks down it's like yeah they're uh they're down there taking uh spinach tofu and broccoli and trying to make a hamburger out of it <laughs> i give them a cow there is a cow right there and they're gonna make try to make meat out of a plant like i just wonder like if he just questions where we're at now you know be honest with you he probably is he has to have a sense of humor or we'd all be dead by now I have a feeling that I don't think it'll ever go away because there's just too many people that do it. But what hunting? Yeah, it'll never go away because there's too many people that are doing it. But I, I guarantee it's gonna die off quote slowly but surely. It'll start dying off. Yeah, I mean it's already to a degree happening. I mean, I think and it's weird because like. I don't know. I can't speak for Pennsylvania. I know there's a lot of people in Pennsylvania that hunt and stuff and probably even in your area, but like where we're from, like in Tennessee, it's like everyone, you know, may not hunt, but everyone, you know, knows someone who hunts like in their family or something like that. And I would venture to say that just about everyone has been hunting at least like once or twice at some point in their life in our generation. Now the younger generation, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play, you know, but like, and I like I said before, I love the opportunity to take someone younger, like a teenager or something, like take them out on a hunt and get them, you know, introduced to the outdoors and everything. But I'm actually taking one of my buddies this year. Um, he's got, he's got a bow, kind of shot it a little bit, hunted maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but he's want to get back into it. So I told him he's more than welcome to come with me. He's like, okay. So he went and got his bow and he's, shot it up a little bit and we're going to get him some camo we're going to go out and they're going to go buy a whole system from Sitka oh god no or is he going to be a first light guy like you dude as much as I've been reading I'm not even going to get into all the first light controversy and stuff right now I don't want to lawsuit oh I got to hear about this this wasn't a topic but now I want to know no no, I'm not getting we'll talk privately about that there's a whole thing going on now is it involving one of the guy's brother yep yeah uh, i know what you're talking about now yep yep i'm not even gonna touch on that because i don't want the that's the crazy thing about hollywood and and being famous and stuff you know even though it's dirty laundry and it's already aired out they can still come for you and yep. get you for slander or probability of them catching us for slander slim to none but yeah, they're not canceling much here. They're not going to get much either. Yeah, well, what are they going to get? The Rack Chat Podcast? <laughs> we'll start another one. Well, I'll go ahead and start another one. That's a good thing about freedom of speech. Yep. But, uh, nah, I mean, I've been looking at other camos and stuff like that. And Scent Lock has got a whole brand coming out, a uh, whole new line coming out. And they're, they're, they're getting up there, man. Like, I got some buddies that wear Scent Lock, and they said they're Warm as can be. Now, that's all I can ask for being up here. Jacket. Yeah, it was it was good quality. I'm. Uh, I told you about Duck Camp. 
I'm going to go with a couple like their little base layer things they got this year just to try out and see. I like some of the stuff I, I have from them. It's just kind of casual stuff, but I'm going to see what some of their hunting stuff, see if it's worth anything. A little lower price point, so we'll see if it holds up to stuff. But Well, we're sitting here talking about people being worried about animals and stuff like that. I wonder what they're going to do to go ahead and stop this uh, rampant CWD disease that has just hit Florida. The article I read is, uh, I could have it wrong, but this is the way I read it. They got their first ever case. They found it. And since they found their first ever case, they've found 31 cases. Hmm. Um, They have put in place an emergency order and action of sampling additional deer zones with increased monitoring. Monitoring, sorry. Um, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee are now starting to sample more deer in uh, certain zones to prevent cases from funneling up into those states. So, Trav, good luck. Um, does it say what part of Florida it's in? No, I didn't say what part. I'm scared to get off the off the podcast because it might cancel or it might end. So, well, dude, I know that. And it's weird because like you'll, I'll see some of these videos from like, um, people hunting down there in Florida and it's a, you know, it's a different kind of hunting down there and the deer are a little different, but it's, you get some of them swamp deer and stuff. And I just wonder how that is and how it's affecting those. Well, first off, I ain't ever hunting in the swamps of Florida because you know what the swamps of Florida have? There's gators in there. No, no, I ain't scared of no gators. Okay, you run in a zigzag to get away from them things. But, you know what's in things? You know what was just found? Oh, yeah, the, the world, world record python. Yeah, buddy. 20 freaking feet. That's going to eat my deer. Before I even get a chance to kill it. Or, sorry, not kill. Unalive. Harvest. 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 Yes. Harvesting. Yeah, so I'm not going to the Everglades or the swamps of Florida. Screw you guys, I'm going home. No, this is what we're going to do. We're going to tell you we're taking a fishing trip. We're going to take you in there and strap you in a tree in the swamp. And then after that, we're going to fly you go on a bear hunt. You're going to strap me to a tree. Strap you to a tree in the swamp. Mm. Or the only thing you can move is your arms to shoot your bow. Oh, okay. Yeah. You ever seen the movie Anaconda? That's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens when you get trapped in a tree? Listen, I mean, you you shoot the thing with a bow then. Oh, yeah. That's really going to do some damage. (laughs) There's this guy on TikTok that he's from Florida, I believe. And he just walks around the freaking Everglades swamps barefoot picking out all these exotic animals and stuff like that. Well, he was just in the Amazon rainforest, barefoot, just nonchalantly goes and, you know, goes face to face with an anaconda. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, all right. And then my today, my buddy Cole, uh, shout out Cole, um, he is working out in Midland, Texas right now. And they trapped a freaking rattlesnake 
in a five-gallon water jug. How they got it in there, no idea. How big was it? What, the jug? No, the snake. How big did you say it was? It was just a rattlesnake. I don't know how big it was. I say it was probably about two feet. At least two, three feet. Wow. He, they trap it in a water jug. You know the ones you had to flip upside down to put on the machine? Mm-hmm. That had the real narrow bottleneck opening? Yeah. Oh, they got it in there? No idea. I have no clue. <clears throat> but... I mean, they do some crazy things on the on the rigs. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm sure they do. So uh, that's but, man. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I'm not putting a rattlesnake. Like I've said, I don't hate snakes or have a problem with them. Oh no, we're gonna take you for Texas and strap you. I didn't ratchet strap to cactus. I said Florida. So, I mean, let's get it right. But, I mean, we'll go to Texas. No, so. I, no I'm telling you, we're going to take you to Texas and strap you with a ratchet strap to a, a cactus tree, a, crack, a cactus plant, and just let the rattlesnakes come up on you. The only thing you're going to get is your pinky toe to wave your knife. I mean, hell, I'll make it happen. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll make it happen. <laughs> Listen, I put myself in some bad scenarios in life. And, you know, it ain't killed me yet. It has not killed me yet. Now, I may die tomorrow. I may get myself in a messed up situation this week. You never know. I have a friend's birthday party this weekend. It's a two-day event. We don't know what's going to happen. I may not make it out of that alive. But it hasn't happened yet and hasn't killed me yet. So, bring it on. Show a few rattlesnakes. You know, I'm glad you've got balls of steel. I don't. I'm just dumb. <laughs> If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. <laughs> yeah, my dad told me once a few years ago, he said, I told you that once as a child, and I thought you'd get a little smarter. He said, eh, that didn't work. No, never does. No. Uh, but back to Florida and their case of CBD, CWD, whatever it is. Uh, who knows what the hell they're doing down there in Florida. Um so- just the, let the Florida man loose. He'll take care of it. He'll kill out all the bad ones, and it'll be fine. Well, I'm telling you right now, if there's ever another war, we're chasing somebody down. <laughs> you know, Florida man, go find him. He'll, he'll trust me. Yeah. So, the next person that gets arrested for crack use in Florida, let him loose in the Javi <laughs> Desert. I'm sure he'll track him down real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, like, it, it's every time we talk on this podcast about CWD. Um, because it's just becoming rampant and I'm going to change the whole dynamic of this conversation of what it was going to be talking about how to stop it and stuff but this is where we're towing that political line a little bit I want to know what the anti-hunters and PETAs and all that stuff is doing to stop these animals from getting CWD because if we don't take them down if we don't take them out CWD will. Yep. So, you know, you want to come at me and talk about hunting and stuff, but what are you doing to figure out, you know, why these animals are dying because of disease? So, I'm trying to stop you from spreading it. But, uh, you got anything on the CWD topic? I know we have beat that horse dead. No, not really. I mean, it's, it, it's going to take, I, I don't know what it's going to take, man. 
figure it out. It, just, it keeps spreading. There's some talk. I heard some talk on something a few months ago about if these cases are actually legitimate in some of these other states and stuff like that and the zoning for it. There's 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 becoming a little bit of controversy from what I've heard kind of behind the scenes that no one's really wanting to discuss. And there's some people trying to fight to get some definite answers. So I don't know. I'll, I'm kind of curious to see what comes from that or what comes from this and how they're recording these and getting definite numbers of it and everything. So it is a problem. I'm not just saying that by no means, but you would think by now wildlife would have some type of something. Yeah. You know, um, like we talked about a couple months ago, Arkansas is thinking about going to a night hunt. Yeah. That's going to, like we said, that's going to end up catastrophic in my opinion. To be Oh, honest. absolutely. Oh my gosh. You're going to have so much poaching going on. It's not even funny. Yeah. You couldn't pay me enough to be a game warden there. And when that's, when that passes, you just, you know, it's, well, it's gone. Riding down the road again. He's done killed seven tonight, you know. Yeah, he's he's gonna stop and get him tagged out at the at the corner store. Yeah. And grab yeah. another back for the road to kill a few more. Yeah, they're gonna be out. Shoot. Methamphetamines is gonna go up too. Yeah. Um, um or they'll use those uh what was it that one time we talked? Um poison arrows. Yeah. Remember we talked about that? Yep. You're going to have a whole lot more of that. But, um, no, I guess we're going to move on since the CWD conversation has just been wailed on. Um, and it's not just us, any other hunting podcast that I listen to. It's almost a daily topic that they talk about. So, um, but it's coming up. It's July now. I know our season starts probably like second week, second weekend in September. Um, I have not done a thing. <laughs> not a, not a single thing. Uh, the guy who is allowing me to hunt on their land. Um, Graciously, I'm very happy he allowed he's allowed me back this year. Uh, has been sending me pictures of deer just munching on the uh, clover that he had put out and all the other stuff that he had uh, planted, and basically just told me that I shouldn't even have to try this year. Um, and they've been uninterrupted. I know nobody's been in that woods, um, and it is plentiful. So, beginning of the season for me, I might need to walk out there sometime soon and start looking at, like, lanes and stuff because it it seems like every time I go by there, another tree has blossomed in the middle of the freaking forest out there. So, I'm not going to have much of a shooting lane unless I'm just real low down on the tree. Um, but I'm uh, going to go help put some corn out, get stuff ready, um, probably cut some shooting lanes for some buddies or something. Uh, 
just because I've got one piece, I like it that way. I like only having one piece of property to hunt on. Uh, do I believe that the deer can be pressured? I mean, if I'm not seeing them, are they seeing me? If I'm not hearing them, are they hearing me? That's the way I think about it. Yeah, they do smell. Yeah, they can see the slightest bit of movement. Yeah, they can see things that we don't see. But last year when I was out there every single day and not seeing a freaking thing, or if I did, they walked right on by and I know they didn't see me at all. Didn't even know I was there. I don't really know how much pressure you can put on unless you're just going in there taking out three does, you know, in one week. But, um, yeah, setting stands and stuff. You got anything for that? I know we talked a little bit of the pre-show. As far as stands and cameras and stuff, no, I haven't. Um, I'm trying to look into getting some new places right now for season to hunt. Um, I have been shooting, started shooting, trying to shoot every day. It doesn't always happen because there's I get home when it's already pitch black dark. Leave when it's dark, get home when it's dark. Um, still trying to shoot every evening. Maybe it's just for like 15, 20 minutes. As we were talking before, I'm at a release. It's messed up three or four times. And last Saturday, I was shooting and halfway back, and I do not keep my finger anywhere near the trigger. It decides it's letting go right before the let off. And somehow, when it did that, punched myself right in the nose. So it took everything in not to just launch the bow and the release and everything else out of anger. But I didn't, I held it in. Um, literally like next day I was like, well, I'm going to try it. Hasn't done it since. Now I may go pick the bow up right now and try to pull it back and the release mess up again. I don't know. It's, it's old. It's been shot a lot. It's time to replace it. I'm just being cheap and not wanting to go buy one. I want a new and I want to go to a thumb style, but I'm like, we're a month and a half out from season. I should have already done this, but like we said, the reason why we've been lax days ago on this podcast, we've all been so busy with everything else in life and trying to hustle and get ahead that we've put it on the back burner. Um, I am going to order some new broadheads. I've talked about on here way back months ago. I'm ordering this week. Uh, been looking into gear and stuff, different camo, different jackets. Uh, looking I at here, I thought I was not. Never mind. My mind went somewhere else with that. There's different types of gear. We, we can talk about the other off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, looking at some, you know, some saddles and even some other stands and stuff. Cause I've been trying to get a buddy of mine to get back into deer hunting. We duck hunt a lot together and stuff. And I'm trying to get him back into deer hunting and some places that he may have access to, you know, and going and checking out and get some stands hung and stuff like that. But no, as far as a whole lot, no, I've been shooting, trying to get everything dialed back in but that's about it yeah I have we shot a, a 3D tournament oh gosh uh, it's been a minute ago no I shot one while Brittany was on her bachelorette party oh did you yeah that was back in June the end of June last weekend of June yeah, yeah. So, um, so I shot that I did pretty good I mean I don't think I lost an arrow no, didn't lose an arrow. Uh, not the score that I wanted, but I think I was still high in like the two, 240s or 250s. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, we're, you know, before I'm trying to get my bow sold. 
So if you're listening, you're looking for a good bow, a good reliable bow, I've got one for sale. Uh, contact me on TikTok at Rack Chat Podcast. I need to give Trav the the uh, administration stuff for that, so he post stuff. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm trying to get the bow the bow sold to get a new bow this year, but not in too big of a hurry. It's just kind of a more than a want than a than a need. So if that happens, great. If not, whatever. Um, but yeah, just for now, I'm just chilling. Time to get back to hunting. And when September comes, wedding's over. It's going to be a different kind of tail I'm chasing. Yeah. I will, <laughs> yeah. I will say there is something about these dog days of summer. And I mean, I love summer, I love the heat. And I, and I love to hunt and everything. I love a good cold morning, but I'll take heat over cold any day. But there's something about these long, hot days that kind of gets you itching to be back in the woods or, you know, on the water or something, you know, chasing some kind of game. Or oh, does. I don't even need the hot weather. I, I was out on a roof the other day and seen a every bit of a six, if not more, velvet buck run across the field. Can you guess what time I seen that? 10 in the morning. Nope. No, I don't know. 1.30 in the afternoon. Ah. Velvet buck running across a wheat field. 1.30 in the afternoon. Driving down the road to go to the supply house around 2.30. Remember about 2. Another velvet buck running across the field. I've only seen one buck so far this year but about two three weeks ago man i don't know what was going on but around here i'm talking all hours of the day evening getting dark even after dark everywhere i was driving i was seeing deer and even mercury in the microwave again there's some planet about to go in right now i've seen some posts the other day I don't know. I don't, do deer believe in that? Is there some female deer out there telling the other ones like, oh, God, this planet's going into whatever. Is there <laughs> a, hippie stone, a hippie deer out there talking about what stones and crystals do? And I mean, I mean, I can believe it. Yeah, there's probably one in everything. Any, anybody out there that's dating a girl that is into astrology, I think they all are to a degree. And some of it's kind of funny. You know, it's cool to look at whatever. But when they take it extremely seriously, run. Just run. Just do yourself a favor. And Listen, run. When it becomes like funny, not funny, ha-ha, but funny, weird. Yeah. Get You best get out. Just stop. Just save yourself the trouble, the heartache, the pain, the money that's going to cut. Just just leave. Just leave. Yeah, that's, the, that's the best advice I could give. Yeah. But uh, I think this is going to wrap up the uh, last episode of the season. I'll say, let me put a date on it for y'all. Let me open the old phone up here. September. We'll go uh, September 9th. We'll record and then publish September 10th. So we'll be back September 10th kind of give us a little break regroup everything's gonna be slowing down at that point 
in our lives. Uh, I know I'm going to be done mowing for a while. Uh, I got to get ready for the wedding and get everything situated for the honeymoon. Uh, I definitely will not miss y'all while I'm in Botacana. It's going to be great. I'm going to love it. So, so you're not going to Montana to elk hunt or shoot a mule deer. Uh, Brittany, you got to change the honeymoon. I mean, you might still be able to draw an over-the-counter tag. I'm just saying. Yeah, I doubt it. Nah. <laughs> there is nothing. That would be the most amazing bonding experience. We heard that. I didn't hear it, but I heard something about a honeymoon. But She said she's not changing the honeymoon for anything. She's not been around me long enough. I can convince anybody to do it. Not necessarily, but... Babe, I I- listen, we we skip out on Protocana this year, and we go to Montana, and I draw an elk tag, and we go on an elk hunt. There is nothing I would rather you do less on our honeymoon than hunt or golf. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. <laughs> Ron's going to Punta Cana. Yeah, you're on the podcast. Fox. <laughs> But anyways, um, I was going to wrap this up with, uh, I'm sure most of our followers probably watched this movie or heard about this movie, but the Sound of Freedom movie, um, can't ever pronounce his name, I think it's Jim Cavender, um, great, great man, great Christian, um, he has directed a movie that exposes child trafficking and it's making the world go crazy right now uh, a lot of crazy things are happening um, people are going to watch the movie and suddenly the AC goes out just in that theater or the movie's not working in just that theater uh, movie theaters are uh, re- refunding tickets and stuff like that and Nobody knows what's going on. Well, I know what's going on. They don't. They want to hide their little secret. Um, our children aren't for sale, and they should be protected at all costs. So if you can go out and support that movie and, and uh, get a glimpse on what he is fighting against, him, Mel, Glip, Mel Gibson, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Ashton Kutcher, have they have all kind of devoted their lives to you know stopping this and. Um, it also goes a lot deeper than what people want to realize. You, you can, I encourage anyone if they've seen the movie, if they go see it and they're interested, there's, it, it's, it's not a sensitive subject that you can take with ease. And it's not something that I tell you to just take lackadaisical on a Sunday afternoon and scroll through. But if it does strike you and it does something that you want to know about, there's info out there on it. It's a lot worse than what anyone realizes. There's something that needs to be done. It's a good thing. These guys are, you know, trying to expose it and trying to do what they can. It's, it's a big problem, not just in this country, but in a lot of places. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. I, I know Trav has a daughter that he would kill over. I have, just become a godfather of a beautiful girl that I just spent all day with today uh, three months old um, I'll kill over her uh, nieces and nephews I'll kill over them sorry I'll uh, harvest <laughs> over them so, uh, just like Jason Aldean try that in a freaking small town yeah. 
Um, but I just wanted to give a shout out to that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Watched the trailer for it today. I'm I'm stoked to see it. But I know for a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt, that it's going to be a hard time for me to find it uh, because they're not in theaters anymore. Uh, Missed my opportunity for that. So it's still, still out. Say what? It's still in theaters here. As of yesterday, it was so. Still in theaters here. Um, so I'm going to have to find time to go get it. Yeah. But hoping that that would be streaming somewhere. But if yeah. you know anything of what I'm talking about with this movie, it's not going to be streaming. No, it won't be on stream. But there'll be some platform that'll allow it. And it'll be for a short time until some the powers that be. I'm not going to go in depth on this. We will be canceled. You'll never hear from us again. So. I would love to be canceled for this. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Um, you got to find the line and stand on it. But uh, yeah, people like, as I've said, I'll just say this. Like, I don't care what you do in your life and who you choose to do it with unless it involves a child. And then, you know, that, that there's, there's a special place for people like that. Yeah, it's called hell. Yeah. I'm supposed to be a Christian and love everybody, but yeah. Turn and that's all I can tell you. Yep. So, but anyways, that's gonna wrap us up till September. I appreciate Travis and all the hard work that he's put in to make it every single week, week in and week out. Even though I've been lazy, and Ty, I appreciate him. And like I said, everybody keep him in your thoughts and prayers as he gets ready to pursue his uh, second time, second go around going into the military. My hat's off to him, and I'm proud that I have friends like that or they're willing to lay down their life for for me and for Travis. And sure. uh, Go ahead. No, I'll just say I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Um, but everybody keep your thoughts and prayers out for, for Ty. And, um, you know, Jesus saves. That was the big thing this, uh, this afternoon in church. Um, Jesus saves. I mean... You, you know what does heaven look like it's in your hands all you have to do is repent and believe because Jesus saves and that's what the whole book of Mark is about is Jesus saves so you know sit down and read the book of Mark realize how great he is and all the great things that he can do in your life and and you turn around and you repent to him you say Jesus I'm a sinner um, I know that I've sinned. I know you've lived your life to lay it down for me and end my sins. And now I'm going to sit down and follow you and watch your life absolutely take 360. And, but, you know, along with repenting, you got to be able to believe what he's telling you to do. So uh, just do that. Sit down, say those words, say those prayers, and watch everything unfold. You got anything, Trav? Oh, man, you've said it all. Yeah, so, up oh, well, until September 10th. That'll be the one-year anniversary of me getting engaged. And that'll be the first episode of season two. So, right on. Right on. Say goodnight, Trav. Goodnight, Trav. Goodnight, guys. We'll see you all September.